When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Trying to convince everybody of the utility of a growth mindset is a losing battle. Uh, I am your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I'm here with my beloved wife, Lisa Bilyeu. What's up? Hello. So, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, all right. This is from... Oh, there's some questions from YouTube. Hey, YouTube. Nice. Um, so this is from Manu Pathak. Tom and Lisa, how does one keep motivating their partner even when she doesn't want to improve, but is happy with herself and doesn't want to move forward? Oh, dear God. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. Uh, I am the wrong person to ask this question to because I respond very violently to people that aren't in growth mode. So uh, if you're also not in growth mode, then I'm sure it can work just fine. Uh, I could not be with someone that wasn't in a growth mode. And look, I am. it is a fascinating conversation to talk about the friction between loving yourself for who you are, where you are, and at the same time, pushing yourself every day to get a whole lot better to understand that spending 20% of your time, in my estimation, is where you should be deeply dissatisfied with where you're at. Now, that assumes that people want to play on a world stage, that they want to like really do something great with their lives, that they want to like be the best that there ever was at whatever. Like If we were going to be parents and that was going to be our life, I'd want to be the best parent of all time, I would create metrics like how does one judge this, whether that's fMRI uh, measured happiness in the child, like whatever those metrics were going to be. But that that's just the identity that I have built for myself. That's so important to me. And it gets me so excited. And that's what I want people to understand. Like, I love that. It isn't like I don't feel beaten up. Like in those 20% moments where I'm deeply dissatisfied with myself, there is a huge portion of my brain allocated to feeling so proud of myself for being willing to do that and to push myself and it it's exciting and it's joyful so yes i'm focused on where i am deeply inadequate but i love that i'm willing to do that i love that process so i with my value system my identity i couldn't be with somebody like that i think that proselytizing trying to push somebody is a recipe for disaster like you're begging for pain so I wouldn't want to be in that kind of relationship. The other person is going to feel judged. They're going to feel, because their value system is not one of growth, they're going to be like, they're going to feel miserable being around you because you're essentially asking them to accept that they're inadequate, which is anathema to like their identity and their vision of the way the world should be. Right. Oh God, like if your job is to make the other person feel better about themselves when they're around you than they are when they're not with you, like that is not how you accomplish that. So I just happen to believe with all of my views of the world and all of that, that somebody who isn't growth-minded 
is wasting their life. But that clearly is not how they feel from their mm. perspective. So that's why I don't hire people like that. I don't have long-term relationships with people like that. I would never be in a romantic relationship with somebody like that because you cannot help but grow apart. Because if they're staying here and you're growing, 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 by definition, you're gonna grow in opposite directions. Because for instance, if you had the growth mindset that you have now and we met back when I didn't have a growth mindset, this never would have worked. You would have been right. so turned off by me. So it's the fact that we've really worked our asses off to grow together over time with a growth mindset, always getting each other to buy into like, hey, I'm like, for instance, you discovered a passion for working out long before I did, right? So my passion does not come from enjoyment, but it, I have a deep passion for working out from a cognitive optimization, longevity perspective. So we found them at different times. You encouraged behavior to help me get where I needed to be. I found a growth mindset faster than you. So us coming together on that and like, hey, this is what I'm getting into. Like, these are the words. These are the places that it's going to take me. And we came together there. We came together on working out. So it's, it was always like at, a, at every small incremental step introducing it to the other person and us having agreed that we want to come together. And so not being antagonistic to the other person's viewpoint. Um, and without that sort of really foundational fundamental layer of, okay, the, we want to be relationship protective. We want to be open to the other person's idea. We want to grow together. Like without that, it, it just wouldn't work. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we get asked very often what do you do if you know your partner isn't yeah. doesn't have a growth mindset and um i don't want to say we got lucky because it's got nothing to do with luck but we did both develop a growth mindset together over time and i think that was you hadn't you did something you improved i saw how much it changed your life or i saw how much that like energized you right. so i then fed off you going huh well if he did that and look at the results like maybe I can do that and I may get the same results and then I did and then I get excited and I tell you about it and then you get excited for me and so we kind of like fed off each other full disclosure yeah it haunts me that you could have very easily been like yeah that doesn't make right, sense and that's the thing like I think a lot of people um are finding that as they're developing a growth mindset, their partner isn't. And then what do you do? Because you're already in love with them. You've already got the history that we talk about is like build. You've got that history. There's no replacing it. So now you've got maybe 10 years of history together or however long, I don't know. Um, but you've got this history together. You truly love them. And now you're finding this new thing about you and your partner isn't on the same page. Do we need to answer that hard question then? Yeah, I mean, because let's I answer wouldn't, it. Because I, I think have, we get asked that a lot. I wouldn't have broken up with you and because I didn't have a growth mindset when we met. I had the beginnings, but I, I was not a full-fledged growth mindset But let's person. say you went into, so you're now on your developing of your mm -hmm. growth mindset. You're two or three years in and I'm still not there. Now what? Well, so this, this is the real answer to the question. So um, I... Oh God, people are not going to like these words. <sighs> Here's the truth. These are bad words. I need better words. I've never had to think about them because you've been so adaptive with me. Um, but in the beginning, and I used to say these words to you, but you were so open-minded that it didn't cause any problems. I said, I'm going to manipulate you. And, and I actually said these words, I'm going to manipulate you and here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to reward behavior that I want more of and I'm going to punish behavior that I don't like. Um, I know you like... Oh God, people are really going to dislike this, but this is the fucking truth. 
And so in that process, the, the punishment is, is saying like, I not even saying it's, it is showing because that's so important to you, externalizing my dislike for something. So, um, not being warm and welcoming. If you're doing something that I think is counterproductive or it's hurting the growth of the business or whatever, which was, you guys are letting me process in real time. because I've never had to externalize exactly what I was doing. So I'm going to be a little bit clumsy. We had the, the backdrop of the business. I was hell bent in the beginning to become rich, which you totally bought into. I had made you poor and I was going to, you loved the ambition and I was going to help us get rich. So I said, look, I'm going to manipulate you to get you to view the world like I do. And then you adopted that as well. And you said, fantastic. This is going to be a two way street. I'm going to manipulate you back. So a lot of it, a lot of it was me trying to get you super ambitious and then you on the, uh, the flip side to get me to take my health and my physicality more seriously. And we both rewarded behavior that we wanted more of and we punished, I use that word very lightly, behavior that we didn't want to see. For the podcast people, you're doing quote, air quotes. Air quotes, yeah. quotes yeah. So um, that and that was literally talking each other through it the whole way. Right. So that there was, you never felt... Um, manipulated in the the icky it's sense the of the icky, word the where problem. you don't know what's exactly. happening right so we were just talking through it like hey i'm i am so stoked that you like for instance if i went to the gym in the early days you were like oh my god you look so good your shoulders look amazing yeah. oh baby like i would touch your shoulders oh, i would touch your pecs because i knew that that made turned you on and for that sure. was an incentive it made me feel like yeah, a stud right like, let's just be real. First of all, I was in my early 20s. So boys and girls, like <laughs> feeling like a sexual stud was pretty amazing. And you just heaped it on. And I knew you were doing it to make sure that I kept going right. to the gym. But, I wasn't pretending. Right. But at the same time, I knew that it actually did turn you on and that right. you had like right, this vision right. of like where you wanted me to go and all of that. And so it got really interesting and fun and it gave me a way to engage with it and all that mm -hmm. and so it was absolutely fucking fantastic and you were never cruel never mean i want to be very clear about that she wasn't like hey fatty like if i didn't go to the gym <laughs> right there was none of that and it was really like a beautiful warm thing yeah. but at the same time like if i were getting mentally late <laughs> static I think Ibrahim wants to join the conversation. <laughs> um, if I were getting mentally and emotionally lazy, like I remember the first time I went low carb and I was getting like huge benefits from it. And I got so annoyed. You were almost a little annoyed with me. A little. I was insanely annoyed with you. What are you talking about? All of my anger. I had to like have somewhere to put it. Because you wouldn't I, let me eat the cookies. 100%. I was so mad. I was like, I had a headache, right? Because that first time that you transition out can be really, really rough especially if you don't know how to do it well, which I certainly did not. And I was like, if I eat that cookie right now, I will feel better. I won't have a headache. I'll be like just in a better place. <laughs> and that was one of those times where you're like, do you ever want to get to the other side of this? You know that you have to break the addiction to sugar. So sure, if you want to have the cookie, have the fucking cookie. But like, don't pretend that you're doing it for any reason other than you're getting emotionally and mentally weak about right. it. And I was like, <laughs> full respect <laughs> like that is absolutely I'm being a petulant child because I know what awaits me on the other side people that I respect very much have told me what's on the other side of this so unless I'm gonna say that I just happen to be the one outlier that doesn't respond the way everybody else in humanity responds to I have to own that this really is just I'm frustrated right. and I'm feeling down and this is a neurochemical state right. 
And even in saying like, if I eat the cookie, I will feel better. It's acknowledging that I'm just trying to manipulate my brain chemistry. And so you weren't like, oh baby, like, and this is like some of those early things where the notions of I'm not looking for sympathy. Empathy, yes. Like saying, I fully get it. I I know what this transition is like. Yeah, for sure. Right. And that's what you were like. It was like, I get it. Like going through this isn't going to be easy fully, but you have a goal. And to get to the other side of that goal, you have to push. Mm. That's empathy. Sympathy, which is what I was asking for at the time, because I had not yet realized the codification that I don't want sympathy because sympathy is the arm around me. Oh baby, it's, I so feel you have the cookie feel better, right? That's sympathy, which is is not at all now looking back. It isn't what I want. And as I got to the other side of that, I realized, thank God that you didn't give me that. Thank God that we had talked about what, and we really do need a word that doesn't have the negative connotations, like positive reinforcement. Perfect, we'll just go with that. So you were so effective at positive reinforcement that I was getting that like, you were proud of me, not having the cookie. You were like, well done. Like, this is how you're going to get what you want. And this is how you're going to get to the other side. And it is exciting for me to see you like take this seriously and all that. So that, using that, telling people that you're going to reinforce the behaviors that you want, telling people that it's important to you, explaining why it's important to you, explaining how it's positive for the relationship to get to the other side of this. So if we had encountered each other, at a place where we didn't have that growth mindset. One of us did and the other didn't. That's what I would do. I would go into full, like, I'm going to reinforce the behaviors that I want. I need you to get to a growth mindset for X, Y, Z reason. It is relationship protective for you to get a growth mindset. Now, I, that is such an inordinate amount of work. I want to be very clear. I am not at all backtracking that selection is far more important than using these techniques because that person may still entrench they may double down, which I have had people in my life that I love very, very much, like do that, mm-hmm. right? No, all the techniques in the world and they like rescind, 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 rescind. And so it's like, okay, well, trying to convince everybody of the utility of a growth mindset is a losing battle. And so going back to what I was saying earlier, I am haunted by the fact that you could have very easily just entrenched. And certainly back then I wouldn't have had the skill set to get you out. 